This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and I'm here today with my co-host, Michael, who is also my husband and business partner. And we're excited to bring you insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream of. On last week's show, we spoke with Leslie Hassler about the growing need for coaches to support their clients, and with Nafisa Shireen about how she prioritized herself while growing her coaching business. In our business builder segment, we focused on the characteristics of great courses. What do we have planned for today's show, Michael? Well, today we have a great show. First up in our trends and insights segments, Janelle will talk with Tish Times about the importance of education and certification for today's coaches. Next, in the success interview, we'll talk with Arena Baker about how she's grown her coaching business by stepping outside of her comfort zone. And in our business builder segment, I'll be back to talk about how you can determine what your ideal clients really want. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper and let's get started. First up, it's trends and insights, your insider's look at industry changes being leveraged by today's most successful coaches, speakers, and authors. Today, we're talking with Tish Times, owner of Tish Times Training and Coaching. Welcome, Tish. Hello, Janelle. Thank you so much for having me. I always love conversations with you. I know we've had a number of them, and I'm really excited. I'd love to ask you, what is a current trend you see that's impacting coaches, speakers, and authors? Well, I am seeing that there's such an influx of coaches that are coming, you know, coming out of the workforce, wanting to do something on their own. And coaching at this point is really not regulated, which means it's very easy to get started. But what we're seeing right now, Janelle, is the competition is getting fierce, and it's really causing coaches to have to step it up. In some cases, that means getting more certifications or even getting more formal education degrees and such, because a lot of the universities are starting to train coaches. So I think it's just a really interesting shift. I think we're starting to see it. We're going to see it a lot more in the near future, and I'm very interested to see how people respond to it. So how does someone know when they're looking at a coach? Um, you know, they can ask them what kind of training they've had or what kind of certifications they've got, but if it's an area that's not regulated, how do they know really how much experience, how much training? Are there some questions they should be asking? 
Well, there's a few things that, that really I believe anyone who's looking to hire a coach really should do. Number one, um, I find that people who, for instance, when they contact me, if I can use myself as an example, mm-hmm. I generally won't get someone who's just kind of looked me up on the Internet and, and found me the first time, although it, it, it happens periodically but very few and far between. More likely they've been following me. They've been stalking me for a while. They've talked to people who've worked with me. Um, mm-hmm. They've contacted their organization which I've spoken for. So they've done a little bit more research, and that's basically the point is do the research, talk to people. Don't just take someone's word for it to say that, you know, that they're great at what they do because anyone could truly say that. Obviously, the certifications and the the education are going to be great. However, you never know if a, a coach or a trainer is getting results until you talk to the people who've actually worked with them. Absolutely, and I think it's important to really be clear on what someone is looking for because I believe each coach really has their own specialties and, you know, someone, a coach that might be good for you might not be good for me depending on what I need. So true, so absolutely true, which is why if, if someone is looking to hire a coach, or, and I always say coach or trainer only because I do both, is to be really clear on what you ultimately want to, what your result needs to be, what you're trying to um, attain in your life or in your business, and then base your search on that criteria. Not just because someone is very you know, charismatic or they're nice, it needs to be someone who could actually meet your needs. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important, too, to understand how they work with someone because some people need a lot of hand-holding. Some people need real strict accountability. Some people just need to know what to do and they'll go execute. But you need a coach that's really going to be able to give you what you need. No doubt about it. You know, it's it's interesting because I've seen this in, in on both sides. I tend to attract people who are very introverted, not not only, but definitely several people who are a little uncomfortable with selling, a little uncomfortable with approaching people in the networking setting. And so I find that I work really well with those people because I do this because that's me. You know, I, I started off, I was very introverted. I still mm-hmm. have introvert tendencies. Whereas I've seen other coaches who are very outspoken, very bold in their um, behavior, the way that they work with their clients, and it's a turnoff for someone who has a very very, you know, quiet type of personality. So it is important to know how they work with clients, how they approach the work that they do, how they interact with you. Is it going to make you uncomfortable? Are you going to feel like it's someone you could really resonate with and and feel like you're on the same page? So those things are also really important. And as people are looking for coaches in the future, they're going to have to do a lot more homework than what they've done in the past. And I'm hoping that people realize that. Otherwise, they're going to find themselves sometimes disappointed or not with the right person for them. I know, and you hear that over and over again where people say they've had a coach and they didn't get the results they want. But I think in large part, it's because they weren't matched up with someone who was a perfect fit for what they needed. So that's really important, I think, to get those good results. 
I fully wholeheartedly agree. Um, believe it or not, I, I, I come from, um, I don't know, I just have, I'm drawn to really strong women. And if I have someone, believe it or not, this is almost embarrassing to say, but it is just the truth. When I have someone who's just like, oh, yeah, Tish, don't worry. You didn't do your work. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it next time. I will let myself fall right into that trap. And it, it'll be that conversation every single week. Oh, I didn't. I got too busy. I got too busy. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I have someone for myself personally, who is a little bit more, um, a little bolder in their approach. For me personally, that works for me. And I know that. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've figured that out for myself. But for those who don't know, they will walk away in all, you know, in all honesty feeling like I didn't get any results, nothing really worked for me, and then they'll have a bitter taste in their mouth towards coaching as a whole. And that's an unfortunate thing, and that's what I don't want to see people do. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's really true. And I know for me, what I need is I need accountability. I need those deadlines. I need those dates. Because what I do is say, I'll do it later. And other things always come up. But I know when I've got a hard date, I know I will get results. So that's something that I need. And I actually think a lot of people need that. Because we, in most things we do, we don't know how to do them, we don't know what we need to do. We've got the skills to accomplish it, I believe, but it's that support and then that action plan to get into movement. Right, without, yeah, without a doubt. And I think that that self, um, I guess, uh, being really self-aware and knowing what you need, and, and sometimes it is going to be trial and error, mm-hmm. but in, in most cases, if we're pretty sure of what we're looking for and what we need, we will get great results as long as we do the work. But I think that, you know, like I said, in the coming years, it's going to be a much tighter industry and people are not going to be able to just, you know, walk into a room and find 50 clients. Although that's great, people are going to demand more. They're going to require for, for coaches to really prove their quality, prove their worth. And um, I think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm, you know, it's, it's going to be hard on all of us if we're not willing to do it, but I think mm-hmm. that it's a good thing, though. Do you find that um, most people are pretty self-aware of what they need um, if they're honest and admit it, or do you find that people think what they need is one thing, but as you dig in, it's really something else? I think that people are, are, to be honest with you, over the years in the work that I've been doing um, and talking to other coaches in the industry, um, people expect to have a magic pill. It's almost like with any industry, you know, (laughs) weight loss, whatever. It's like if I work with this person, everything's going to turn around, not realizing all of the work that's going to be entailed. And so I I don't think people are as self-aware as they should be as to what they need. And, and again, it took me years to get to the place where I realized this is the type of person that I need. I know that historically I would not do the work without those deadlines, without someone who's being holding me very much accountable. And for those who think that just because they have a top-name coach or they're spending a lot of money on their training or their coaching, they're going to get these great results are going to be disappointed. It does require a lot of work regardless of who you work with and if people are not aware of who they are, what they are right now bringing to the table, just signing a contract with a new coach is not going to change their life or their business. You know, but you really raise a a really great point. Um, You know, newsflash, there is no magic pill. There is no magic wand that any coach is going to wave and have you get the results that you want. You've got to do the work. You've got to take the steps and get into action or nothing's going to change. 
That is so true. I mean, if you ask probably, Janelle, and you know from what you do, you could probably ask a million people because you have access to lots and lots of people, but if you ask 10 people who attended a major conference in the last six months, what have they done with the information that they've received? Ask those same 10 people if they have coaches, you know, with all of the information that your coach has given to you to do, what have you put into action? How have you implemented? I guarantee you at least, at least seven of those 10 are going to say very little if not nothing because that's just – people tend to do more shelf help than self-help, and that's mm-hmm. an unfortunate thing, but it, it's just the truth. So when people are self-aware, they find the right coach, and they're ready to implement, that's when the magic happens. That's when you can start to see true change, and you can really get great results. And although you may have a fantastic coach, it has a lot to do with you being ready to make the necessary changes. Oh, I absolutely agree. So what's the one thing that you would tell someone to do um, if you're coaching them and you're, they're getting started? What's kind of your one thing you tell them to focus on to really start getting results quickly? Well, I tell them to do something immediately. So I'm like, like you, I have lots of coach, I mean, lots of clients who do require um, very strict deadlines, require a little more accountability. So my thing is immediately do action. So when I start working with someone, sometimes it's, they feel a little overwhelmed only because I want to talk to them via text message normally or via email every day. What did you do today? What did you mm-hmm. implement today? What did you implement the next day? And for at least five days straight, we do that because that kind of kickstarts them into the, the habit of action. And so I would say start moving immediately and, you know, set a timer, set it on your, on, your, on your clock, on your telephone to do something that you just learned or something that was, you know, advised of you by your coach immediately, every single day, probably for 30 days, you know, to make sure that it becomes a habit and not just something that sounded good at the moment. And then a month later, you can't even remember what they told you to do because I find that that immediate action is what makes the change. I love that. Um, I think that's a great recommendation. So how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about what you offer? Well, I keep it easy. Uh, you can reach me on all social media channels via Tish Times, Twitter, um, Facebook, um, Instagram. Everything is, is Tish Times. And then my website is also tishtimes.com, T-I-S-H-T-I-M-E-S.com. Well, thank you. We need to take a really quick break, but stay tuned. When we return, it's our success interview. You don't want to miss it. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. 
I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with spiritual awareness mentor and best-selling author, Irina Baker. Irina is the founder of Keys to Freedom International, and she's the author of the new best-selling Bridging Your Soul and Your Bank Account, The Complete Guide to Spiritual Satisfaction and Wealth. Welcome, Irina. Thank you, Janelle. It's a great pleasure to be here with you. So I'm excited to learn more about your business. I know you've gone through a number of transformations in your business. Can you start by telling us a little bit about your business, how you started it, and how it evolved over time? Sure. Do you have a lot of long time to listen? (laughs) I'll try to be quick. (laughs) Uh, For as long as I remembered myself, I always wanted to have a business. I had no clue what business and what it was all about. But now looking back, I knew that was my sole purpose, that just part of it, to be in business. And I had a small business in Russia in the 90s, and then when I moved to America, I continued dreaming about it. And so finally in 1999, I started my private practice as a hypnotherapist. And so since then, I had jobs as well. I was a mental health counselor, and I was a college-level instructor and public speaker. But I would always maintain that part-time, small uh, business that uh, I would always have because I always wanted that part. And so I didn't think about marketing and all these business strategies. I didn't even know what that meant at that time. But I kept doing because, kept going because the main purpose of my existence at that time was to heal myself. So I spent many years in my own personal spiritual development, developing, uh, devoting a lot of time and energy to my own healings. And now I understand because of that, I could not go bigger and wider at those those during those years so I had it I had uh, um, clients I had uh, students I've done the professional development I got tons of education and I was able to heal myself as well and so in 2012 a hypnotist colleague of mine invited me to a big training 
life event, so-called life event uh, business training. Mm -hmm. And the entirely different world, and I think I met you at that time, entirely different world has opened for me. I Mm -hmm. realized that there is a serious business online, and a huge picture was shown to me. It was big reach and potential earning, huge earnings and so forth. So it was leverage. I mean, it was something that I had no clue about before. And I felt like a child in a candy store. I really wanted to get that vision. I guess I was getting ready to step to the next level. And that's why it was at the right time, at the right place. And so for the longest time, I knew that my legacy would be more than just hypnotic practice, hypnotist practice, but I didn't know what. But over the years, I was gradually developing my own system. And finally, now I can say with pride that I did let go of my hypnosis business completely. I closed that big part of me that started in 99, and I successfully transitioned into a uh, mentoring practice where I apply my own systems. So I went to be into business full-time in 2012, and I've been in it all this time. So that's the story in a nutshell. <laughs> well, you know, it just goes to show, though, and we hear it over and over from successful business owners, and it's a message that I really want people to hear, is where you start isn't necessarily where you end up. It is a journey. It's an evolution as you learn more about yourself, as you experience more, as you meet more people, as you help more people. And, you know, there's a, a Chinese proverb that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I Absolutely. think that's so true. And then our job is to show up. Um, so often we think that the magic wand is going to, be put in front of us and where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do is just going to magically appear. But it's all about being open, you know, learning, trying new things and knowing that it is a journey. You're not going to be where you, you know, where you end up is, is not where you're going to start. That happens very, very rarely. Um, and, you know, just trying new things. And it's the overnight success that you go to 10 years, right? 10 years for the overnight success. (laughs) Right. And, you know, we hear that again over and over again that it does take time. It, it It isn't overnight. And people expect that. And they think oftentimes, you know, for some of the younger generation, they expect things more instantaneously. And people often give up three feet before gold because they're just, they don't have the, the patience to wait. So I think those who wait really do get great rewards. You touched such a great point, Janelle, about three feet from gold and why they give up because I'm super passionate about explaining to people about soul purpose. And soul purpose means you being guided by your soul into every job, into every position, into every business endeavor. And so if you follow that intuition inside and divine lead, you will end up being prepared for your 
of greatest legacy. So you're not just, because you can't just end up in a big place because you're not ready. Your vibration, your energy is not ready. And so you're gradually being prepared. When I look back at my, my whole career, and even before that childhood, I can see why I ended up in those places because every single move, everything experience I had, had prepared me for what mm-hmm. I'm doing now. So it's perfect. Absolutely. And I know as you've built your business, you've done a live event, you've got some programs. So how did you go from just doing your one-on-one coaching to knowing that it was time to do a live program? And then how did you decide what programs you were going to offer because that's often a challenge for entrepreneurs. It's, you know, you never feel ready. I mean, I don't think we're ever 100% ready. So sometimes you just have to set the date and do it and take action, which I know you did and you did a phenomenal job. So how do pe- what, what led you to that? What advice can you give for people? Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I, I'm very <laughs> passionate about that too. too. <laughs> yes, I, I found I'm never ready. I am never ready to step forward and do this whatever I am guided to do. But I do it anyway because this is a development. You're only ready to sit on the couch and read a book or watch TV, right? Because mm-hmm. it's easy. It's comfortable. It's familiar. But... I always follow my guidance, my intuition. This is what I teach people. So, of course, I have to preach what I, I mean, I have to walk what I preach, right? And so I wait for that divine guidance that tells me, okay, here is your new step. This is what you're going to do. And, in fact, the life event that I recently have done was the divine guidance. I just got that light bulb one day unexpectedly came into my my life and I said oh I am supposed to do a life event <laughs> at that moment I had no idea how I was going to do it I had no idea where I would get people and all this because I have clients all over the place but I needed to do it locally for the first time for my big bells and whistle event I've done a lot of teachings before seminars but this was different mm-hmm. and so you know what? I set the date, like you said. I set the date. I found the place, the venue. And guess what? Again, it was guided. When I asked divine guidance, where is my venue? The next day, a person mentioned it. So I went, I checked it out, I paid for it, and here I was with my commitment because I invested money. I put the date. It was non-refundable fee. And I was in business, in, mm-hmm. in, so to speak, quote-unquote, because I had to show up, and I had to get those people. And I set the list of saying, this is how many people I want, this is what I want, and this is how it will be. I didn't know the specific steps, but I knew what I wanted because that was divine idea, and I trusted. I've done the work. And the result was, in my eyes, was fantastic, and people reflected back the same thing. So I guess we're in accord together in <laughs> accord. Well, and I think you know it. You said a couple things that I think are really important. And I know the first time that we set uh, our webinar that we did it was a multi-part series of coaching that we did. Um, 
we had, you know, no idea how to do it, what to do. But what we did is we set those dates and then we got to work. And I find with a lot of entrepreneurs, it's a, it's really a matter of kind of putting that stake in the ground because there's always more work to do. There's always more information to gather. But you just have to really follow like you did. You knew it was time. You knew you had something that to get out there that people needed to hear. You set your date. You did it. We did the same thing. And it was amazing how it all comes together. And each time you do it, it gets better and better and you can adjust it. But until you do it that first time, you have no frame of reference Exactly. And you feel so uplifted. And so you mature very quickly in terms of this is what I've done. I leave it behind me. I've done a tele-summit as well with 17 speakers, and I've done it. And it was very successful. And then I've done something else that I was afraid to do. And then another thing. So, yes, and then you say, oh, I can do it. And then you do the next thing. So instead of one day, you do three-day event. Instead of this, you do that. And it's always, and you're never, never ready. I'm now ready for this type of life event, but I'm pushing myself to the next level. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to take a really quick break, but when we come back, I want to continue the conversation. And I want to talk about how you added products and offerings into what you did, because I know that was a big part of it, too. Stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. On today, we're talking to Irina Baker, and we're talking about her live 
program that she just offered before the break. And as we talked about, we're never ready to do that. It's always you need to set your date and set it in stone. And I'd love to have you talk just a little bit, Irina, about your um, coaching that you offer and kind of where you are with your products. Sure, Janelle. Well, first of all, uh, as I said, I just com- completely let go after some, you know, preparation and really thinking and knowing that the guidance was leading me to close my hypnosis practice and really move into mentoring. So uh, for some time I was in transition between two. I was offering both, and I knew the guy- I was really pushed to close. But mm-hmm. as you know, sometimes it's not really easy because you've done so much, you know so much about this part, and suddenly you need to, or maybe not so suddenly, you need to let go of it and go to the different level, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's, what, that's where I've been in the, in the transition. And hypnosis practice usually it's one on one. You do you could do classes, but I would offer long term products. I mean long term programs one on one. We would do deep healing regressions, past lives and life between lives, and you name it. It would be all over the place: subconscious mind, unconscious mind, and it was a long term. So these were my packages. I. A long time ago, I moved out from offering just one session just to see what's it like. I would only accept serious clients who wanted to get results and willing were willing to work. And so that's, that was very, that actually brought my practice to the very different level. I felt so uplifted and happy and really proud of my work that I could choose my clients and I also would get the best clients because when they invest and when they really agree to be in long-term commitment with you, they mm-hmm. really got phenomenal results. Mm-hmm. And I've done the same with my mentoring clients, which I'm focusing now. I started one-on-one. I've uh, perfected my systems. And then I started doing uh, groups. And it actually is working so well that, again, I'm very proud that people could get such phenomenal results and because they're willing to invest in themselves and they're willing to work long time, long long term. And to me, that's the secret to success in this respect for the clients. No, I absolutely agree. And I think making that investment um, really helps us get committed to being fully present and really doing what we need to do. It really demonstrates that we're ready and that we, you know, believe we found the right person to help us get to that next level. Right. Sometimes I think, wow, they never miss a session. Well, of course, if you paid so much money, you will not miss a session because you want to consume it all. <laughs> and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> right. And you know, I think a lot of people, when they're getting started, um, one of the complaints I hear is, you know, people aren't showing up because we tend to, in the beginning, give away a lot for free. 
And when we do, and I know I did it when I first started coaching years ago, and what I found was it was hit or miss whether people showed up, and the results were hit or miss, and the reason was they weren't invested in the solution. So it's important that when we're pricing things to make sure that the investment is you know, connected to the transformation that they're going to get because they've got to be invested in what they're doing so they do the work and they really make the transformation. You're absolutely right. And people pay for what they value. And they value for what they pay. I haven't said anything new, but I've learned it is true. It is. And finding that right, um, that right coach and mentor is key. So what's next for you? I know you've talked about some products um, that, that you're looking at that. How do you decide which ones you want to focus on to really add more value or to be able to increase your reach? Because there's only so many people even in group coaching that you can reach. How do you get to more people? I believe that, at least in my example, I need to focus at one thing at a time. So mm. that's what I've done before. I would do this. I would uh, do one-on-one. Then I started one-on-one plus the group. They would have both, group and one-on-one. That worked well, too. And then I started doing my mentoring. It's also one-on-one, then groups. And now when, first of all, in Increasing the reach, you go to the bigger scale. So instead of one-day event, I'm planning three-day event where I will have a bigger offer and more extensive program with more benefits to it. But also another part of the plan is to have evergreen products. And I believe that until people say, oh, I want to have passive income. In other words, they're saying, I don't want to work, I just want income to come. Well, first, you have to earn that right. That's my Mm -hmm. belief. Meaning, you need to get that system in place and have your reach, and then, because this way, you get that um, active flow. You are not discouraged. You have it. And then when you have a lot of people in your reach, then you offer passive income. The life event that I have, I have a whole footage of the whole event. I can sell it and I will sell it as the program because it was a valuable offering to people. So Mm -hmm. that's already a a product in itself. And then I am planning to have a group that will be less access to me but affordable for people, so it could be evergreen as a product. So it is on my schedule. It is in my plans. I just have to focus one thing, one project at a time to be able not to be overwhelmed and really accomplish what I want to accomplish. Absolutely. And you said some things there that are very, very important. And I think we've actually been having this discussion um, with a number of people recently. So often we get focused on so many things that we make little progress moving forward. Whereas if we would take a step back and focus on what's the most important thing, we can make big progress and actually get something accomplished. And by doing it the way you are, and again, we we really believe that it's the right way to do it because so often people start developing products before they've done much one-on-one coaching or much mentorship, you know, and they don't really understand what the challenges are. They don't see 
the benefits that people are getting. They don't see the value. They don't know the steps that can be reproduced. You know, the same questions are getting asked over and over again. So by doing it the way you're doing it, you're really learning what works, what people are asking for, and the best way for you to be able to serve in a bigger way. Janelle, you cannot be more eloquent to what you said just right now. I am so glad you mentioned it. It's such a painful topic, I think, for many, because unfortunately, I've seen it in the world that people come to mentors, and I don't say to everybody, but there is a different level of mentors. Some teach really advanced techniques. And when a person who is just starting gets to a mentor who teaches very advanced techniques and the mentor says, well, you have to do big picture and you have to make those products, well, you're right. The person hasn't had one-on-one coaching. The person doesn't know the system, that mm-hmm. doesn't know what works in, um, in that uh, line of his or her work. How can you make a product that the market will want if you right. haven't perfected it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I absolutely agree. And I know we've both seen that happen over and over again. And that's why I love the way that you're doing it. And you're really doing it, I believe, in an order that really creates success for both you and for all the people that you serve. It really does make a big difference. I can see the progression from where I started and where I'm now and how I started my first sessions. And I'm sure they were perfect for those clients on that level because I would attract clients I could serve always. Divine Mm -hmm. doesn't give us something that we cannot handle. But I also know how I was progressing with my spiritual healing as well. And I keep repeating it because it's very important in my work. Mm -hmm. So I kept progressing my own healing, my own spiritual development. And I've observed I would attract different type of clients, different level of clients. And my work became more and more. It's like a diamond that needs to be first it's in the rough and you have to uh, really shine it and cut it and make it really like a stone that you can sell in the store versus before you just got it in the mud. So two different things, and you have to work to that level when when your diamond is really shiny Mm -hmm. and ready for sale. No, I I absolutely agree. Um, And this has been a great conversation today. I think we've talked about um, a number of things about growing a business, about the things that are important. And I think you've, you know, really modeled it in what you've done. So how can our listeners get in touch with you and learn more about what you offer in your business? Sure, and people can, uh, would, if you would like to take a quiz about to find out whether you are living your true purpose in your business and professional life, and I have other gifts as well, but I would like to focus on this right now because aligning your business with your sole purpose that gives you the juice to continue and uh, follow your dream and really have success, that's why you need to follow your sole purpose. And so go to free gift from irena.com spelled as I-R-I-N-A free gift from irena.com to get this free gift. Are you living your true purpose in your business professional life? Take this quiz. 
and of course do it. <laughs> well, thank you for offering that, and we will be sure to put a link on our Turn Knowledge to Profit website with a copy of today's interview. So thank you very much. So as we wind up our time together, can you give our listeners just one piece of advice that they can use to scale and grow their business? I would like to give very quickly two. One is how you even get successful, I think. Napoleon Hill, in his Law of Success, talks about the lesson. And he says, uh, habit of doing more than paid for. So really, to me, promise less, deliver more. That's one thing when you really, I think, you get more successful. And while you're doing this and looking for creative ways to serve more clients and to serve them better, you come up with your own system. Even if you use somebody else's knowledge and their information, create your own. Get it because you are professional. You know your field. Make your system that will be unique to you, and then you can perfect it when you perfect it, and then you can license it and certify it, and then you can offer co-branding. There are all kinds of ways to uh, scale your business in the future, but first, you have to stand in your full right with your system that really works and can be, uh, and is duplicated, what's the word? You can duplicate it. Somebody can duplicate it. Well, thank you so much for that great advice, and thank you so much for your time today. You're very welcome, and thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. We need to take another real quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. 
Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to talk about understanding what your ideal client really wants. I think this is going to be a great conversation because I hear this all the time in networking and from new business owners. They're trying to figure out what their ideal client wants. So why do you think that's important for people to start with that before they develop products, Michael? Well, it's incredibly important to understand who, first who your ideal client is and what they want. Um, any product that you develop, no matter how simple it is, is still going to take time and money to create. And you want to make sure that you use your time and your money in the most effective way possible. So you want to make sure that you're creating something that people will want to buy, but more than just want, that they're going to pay money for and pay good money for. So how do you figure out what people really want? Well, I know that you and I have talked about it a lot. It really is always comes back to really staying in touch with your clients and your prospective clients. And that means one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, first, it's really important to, I think, always start with one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's really where a business starts because that really gets you in touch with those clients, very intimately involved with their needs, their wants, and really, really gives you a foundation from which you can then build products. It also helps you um, to see what parts of your clients' interactions can be automated. What we always tell people when they come and work with us is, uh, for one of the first questions I ask them is, what parts of your process can be automated? What parts can be put into an ebook? What parts can be put into a recording? What parts could be put into a workbook, you know, et cetera. And those are the pieces that you do the same or virtually the same each time you interact with a client. And so if you don't interact with clients, it's going to be hard for you to figure out what those parts are. You know, working with clients one-on-one -on -one also really helps you clearly see who your ideal clients are because you're going to work with some people that um, may not be the best fit for you. You'll do a great job for them. You'll give them value. But when you're finished on reflection, you'll say that wasn't a real satisfying experience for you. And so those may not be your ideal clients. You really want to pick and choose who those people are so that you can develop products that are focused right at them and really get to the core of what drives them and what drives you and your business. I mean, I think it is really important to have those client interactions because I know and I listen to you with conversations and I've also had numerous conversations when I ask people about what do they think can be automated and what parts do they think are reproducible and what everyone says is it all takes my time it's all you know one-on-one -on -one and customized yet when you really dig into it and that's the beauty of working with an expert they can help you go through a process to identify what are you doing over and over again because i know when i was coaching clients one-on-one -on -one, you can almost get to the point where you could just push a button and says response one, response six, response eight, because you're answering the same questions over and over again. And that's one of the things about doing it and repeating the process, which I think is so important. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'm working with a partner right now and she was we were talking about this very topic and she was relating a story about um, 
when she was at a networking event recently and she was talking to a potential client and she asked that person, who is your ideal client? And the person said, well, I can really work with anybody. So basically she's saying anybody who's breathing is, is my client. And the next thing that she asked this person was, so are you making the money that you think you should be? And they said, well, no. And then she asked, are you working too many hours? Well, yeah, I am. Yeah, and that's the reason that you want to know who your ideal client is. Because if you're really basically working for anybody who will pay you, you're going to be working a lot of hours. You're going to be spending a lot of cycles on those people. And you're not going to be satisfied at the end of the day. And you're not going to be making the money that you really deserve to make. So, um, you know, another person we worked with, another partner we worked with, had a really great way of saying it is that you want to find out who those ideal clients are. So you want to have languaging and you want to talk to them so that you attract those ideal clients, but almost as important that you repel those people that aren't ideal clients that you don't want to work with. You want them to self-select out so that you can have the people that really, really get value from what you offer and really like to work with you and those people you like to work with as well. No, I absolutely agree. And I think the thing about knowing who your ideal client is and who you're passionate about really helps you when you're networking. Because when you're talking about who you your ideal client is, who you want to work with to people in your networking circle, the more specific you are, the more they can think about and identify who they might know that you can work with if you're very generic and trying to fit that anyone who's breathing philosophy when you tell me who that is i'm not going to be able to say that's mary that's kathy that's joan but if you're real specific i'm going to be able to say oh i know exactly who to introduce you to and who to connect you to and that's really important because networking is a very strategic part of built building our businesses and i know you agree with that absolutely you know i think networking like you i think it's just as important as that one-on-one -on -one coaching and it works in a number of different ways like you just talked about but also you can have it work uh, as a way to try out new product ideas so once you're not i wouldn't try this the first time you go to a networking event but once you've been to a networking event a few times you've met some people you have your tribe you see some people that you connect with then you can start to try out new ideas you can go to those events and not think about them in terms of how many people am i going to give my business card to but really, how can I get feedback on some product ideas that I have? So you may go back to folks that you've met before and say something like, hey, I'm thinking about creating this new product. What are your thoughts on that? Or uh, I'm thinking about putting this knowledge into a, an ebook or into a workbook or into an, an online course. Is that something that might appeal to you? and start to get feedback on not just are they good prospects as clients, but are the products you're thinking about developing, are those a good use of your time? Will they sell in the market? I think that's important as well. No, I agree. And I think that for those of you that are involved with eWomen Network, I think the wisdom circles are a great way to do that. And also the online eWomen Network community, because you can put out there 
here's what I'm working on, here's what my idea is, and really get feedback from other business owners that know you and also have clients who might be able to use your products and services and maybe form a strategic partnership with. Absolutely. Strategic partnerships, that's another way to use networking. So again, not thinking about sell, 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 which is the way some people go to networking events, but think about who are the folks that you might be able to work with. I, I know that I've gone to some eWomen network events and met just so many people that have great businesses that our business would be a great add-on for. And in fact, we've partnered with a couple of those folks where they do one aspect of uh, helping a person with their business and now they've added our content creation to their part and created a package, which is much, much more powerful than either of our parts alone. So, you know, again, networking not only to identify your ideal client, so important there, but also to look for partners, to look for, to try out product ideas, to really start to look at your entire business and how you might be able to leverage that. So I think, you know, both one-on-one -on -one coaching and networking, what do they have in common? They really are all about getting out and working with people one-on-one, -on -one, be it in a conversation or an actual client-consultant relationship. You've got to work with people one-on-one -on -one and get out of your office, get out in the world, and really see what resonates with people, what doesn't resonate with people, what confuses them, um, how they can better use your services, what they're missing, all those questions that really focus around your ideal client. No, that's really important to understand who your ideal client is. And I would love to ask our listeners to go to our Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page and under today's episode, share who your ideal client is because we've got a number of listeners who probably know people that would be interested in potentially learning more about what you do and can also give you some great feedback on who your ideal client is, making sure it's really clear. Often to us, we think it's clear, but it's not clear to others. So go to Turn Knowledge to Profit on Facebook and then share what your challenges are and what's working well. Thanks. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I wanna thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. 
Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.